This is the brisnet.com call-in show on the Horse Racing Radio Network. The phone lines are open. Call now, 888-966-HRRN. That's 888-966-4776. Now, here's Bobby Newman and Bob Nastanovich. Good evening. Welcome to the brisnet.com call-in show here on the Horse Racing Radio Network. I'm Bobby Newman. Bob Nastanovich filling in for James Scully this evening. Your hour, HRRN Nation, to call in and talk about whatever you'd like in this world of thoroughbred racing that we love so much. The number to get in, 888-966-4776. That's 888-966-HRRN. Bob, uh, happy to have you pinch hitting once again this evening, my friend. Yeah, great to be on here. And, and uh, one thing I've heard about these, uh, every caller who calls in tonight, of course, gets a uh, 2024 Brisnet calendar that, in addition to everything else, apparently has some very good coupons in it. I don't know if you received yours yet, Bob. No, but uh, unfortunately, I already have uh, accounts with uh, with uh, these said places, so they will not let me double dip as far as the couponing goes. But I can uh, I can attest to the fact that yes, uh, the 2023 calendar came with great coupons. I would assume the 2024 one does as well. And I'm just waiting for the powers that be at HRN, and that being Mike Penna, uh, to uh, get his <laughs> you know what to the post office and send one to me, but uh, he has not done that uh, as of yet. But yes, uh, as Bob mentioned, anyone who calls in tonight or during any of our brisnet.com call-in shows throughout the month of January will get a free 2024 racing calendar courtesy of Twin Spires and Brisnet. Uh, you just have to off-air, give your name and mailing address to our producer, Lee Delapina, and we will get one of those sent out to you, and most likely you'll get yours before Mike Penna sends me mine. Um, I'll tell you what, Bob, we talked a little bit about it during our previous show, and I would love for HRN Nation to weigh in with this. I want to know what the end game is. uh, Two things. I want to know what your opinion is as far as the end game for this saga between Churchill Downs Incorporated and Bob Baffert. Uh, He is, of course, uh, once again in 2024 prohibited from basically barred from anything CDI. Uh, which is Churchill Downs Incorporated. He's not allowed to run horses at these tracks. As far as I know, he's not even allowed on the grounds at these tracks. And his horses are not eligible to earn Kentucky Derby or Kentucky Oaks qualifying points. And I think uh, I think they have to be in the barn of somebody who is eligible. I don't I don't know if it's by February 1st or by March 1st, uh, but s- soon. Um, so th- they can't, you know. And they have to. St- and by the way, they have to stay in a barn of somebody eligible between that that whole time leading up to the Oaks of the Derby. So you can't. He can't have, let's say, Nisos or Muth or um, Coach Prime, who are some of his best three-year-olds so far. Uh, you know, can't switch them over to uh, Trainer X's barn the day before entries for a points qualifier. Run in that person's name. Then you know later that evening transfer him back to back to Bob's barn so he can train him for the next three or four weeks just to do the same thing. They're basically making sure that, you know, Bob does not get to earn any money off these horses if they're if they're Oaks or Derby kind of horses. And um, he's, you know, they're forcing the owners into making difficult decisions. And I think Churchill's hope is that, you know, the owners take the rate horses away from Bob and, you know, in some cases keep them 
away from Bob. Um, we've seen some of some of one and some of the other over the last few years. We've seen some horses that have gone to trainers like Steve Asmussen or Brittany Russell on the East Coast that have stayed with them. Uh, we've seen horses uh, like that have gone to Tim Yachtin or or um, Sean McCarthy that have come back to Bob Baffert's barn. So I would love to hear from HRN Nation what you think, you know, if and when you think that this whole saga will end, um, it doesn't have to end. It could go on, you know, basically they could bar him forever. And whether they want to do it all at once or do it on a year-by-year basis, that is certainly their prerogative. And then secondly, I would love to know if you owned, let's just say you owned Nisos, who at least in my mind, seems like at this point the best of the Bob Baffert three-year-olds. What would you do if you were if you were the one paying the bills on Nisos and you thought he was a serious Kentucky Derby contender? Let's go out to the phones. Patrick in Kentucky, you've got Bobby and Bob on the brisnet.com call-in show. Hey, Bobby and Bob. First-time caller, long-time listener. Cool. If 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 they, if they were my horses, I would leave them with Baffert. I just think you lose too much by transferring them to another trainer, whether it's Tim Yachtine or, as you all were talking about, more um, probably what many would consider more successful horses. Um, so I, I just think you lose too much by transferring them to somebody else. So, Patrick, so basically get, if, if you – if what you're saying is if you don't transfer the horse, then then you're skipping the Derby because um, I do. Okay, so you would just so if you own Nisos or Muth right now, let's just name those two because I mean Nisos has recently shown up on the work tab, uh, working with his usual aplomb. He worked at uh, half mile. He worked on on just the seventh just the other day. He worked five furlongs and fifty nine mm-hmm. at San Anita. So you'd keep you'd keep a horse like that. You'd stay put with Baffert, and you would skip the Derby, and you'd point to the Preakness. Yes, I would. Yeah, like I said, I think you you, you lose too much by trying to him to somebody else. They have to get accustomed to him and try to mm-hmm. figure him out, especially if – I think if they go to Yak Teen or McCarthy, they're coming back to, to Baffert anyway. Um, so I, that's how I would handle it. Um, now, whether or not – Churchill is going to eventually lift that suspension, I guess, is anybody's guess. Um, I think everybody knows that it's just it's just spite-driven at this point. I mean, yeah, as a racing it, fan, like... It, 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 it happened in the Derby. That's their right. big moneymaker. It brought them bad publicity. Um so I, I think that that's what it is. So if, it, if, if, it were, just... if, we're, if we're up to you, Patrick, then you would basically uh, relent and you would drop uh, the restrictions on Baffert. If you were if you were Churchill Downs, you you would let him uh, run as he did in uh, before the suspension. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the other thing that I don't understand is. The graded stakes committee, graded stakes are supposed to have no restrictions on entry. Um, you know, to, to me, they're restricting who can enter in the derby. Um, it, even if you make the argument or accept the fact that, well, they can decide which trainers train there, 
how can they get away with essentially saying, we have the power to decide who trains at other tracks? Mm-hmm. So t- to me, that's something that, you know, I don't know. It just doesn't seem fair because in order to, to be a graded states, um, entries have to be unrestricted. You can't restrict who can enter in that race. Right, especially the Derby. If they have the, if they have Derby or the Oaks, if you have the points, you should be able to enter, regardless of who right. trains, in your opinion. Okay. Well, what, right. but the other thing, and we appreciate your call, Patrick. I mean, obviously, the Baffert horses will have no points. So, uh, you know, that they – you know, if you have no points, I mean, I, I guess theoretically you can enter and hope that there's a spot for, you know, that, you know, not 20 other horses who have at least one point have entered. Um, but, but yeah, they have no points. But uh, the other thing, and it just it reminded me, I, I don't think it's just that anymore because don't forget there, there's a race like the Pegasus World Cup Invitational. They send out, there was a big thing about they just sent out the second round of invites for the Pegasus. Um, and they were talking about horses that were on the second round of invites. So, uh, you know, that race is not open to anyone. I, I don't know if they I, – I think you have to be invited to enter uh, to run in the Pegasus, and that's a grade one race, I believe. Same uh, as the Dubai World Cup for sure. Well, yeah, but he, but I think he's, ta- but he's no, talking about, about the races, grade, yeah. races in America. Mm-hmm. Um, so it might be a little bit different, but I appreciate the call, Patrick, and I hope you enjoy uh, the 2024 racing calendar. Inter- I would guess – Bob, that um, there are some people who think the way Patrick thought there, and Michael mm-hmm. Lund-Peterson is an owner who had horses like Gamine, among others, who stuck by Baffert and said, listen, uh, you know, I'm just not going to run my horses at Churchill. Bob's not allowed mm-hmm. to, I'm not taking my horses away from Baffert. Baffert got me to where I am, and if I have to miss out on, on a race or two, that's fine. Obviously, the Kentucky Derby is not just any race, and uh, but but – uh, Mr. Peterson thought the same way Patrick did. My guess is that most people would think, uh, listen, if I have a chance to win the Derby, I'm going to take a chance to win the Derby. And uh, even if it means my horse can't be in, Boffer, in Baffert's barn uh, for at least a few months. We'll, we'll see. We'll go back out to the phones. Maybe other people have ideas on this. In fact, let's go out to New York. And in New York, you've got Bobby and Bob on the Brisnet.com call-in show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. As a handicapper, um, should I be thinking of synthetic tracks as more like dirt or more like turf? And I guess as a second part, are all the synthetic tracks similar? Okay, first of all, appreciate the call, and that is a fantastic question. So uh, the second part first, uh, not all synthetic tracks are the same. They're uh, there were tracks called, like, Tapita is one racing f- surface. Uh, Polytrack is another one that's a racing surface. Uh, there's one called Safe Track. There was, uh, what, what was the one that Hollywood Park had? That It was a Cushion Track. Um, what, the, the thing that's similar about them is that they're not, they're all fake dirt tracks. They are s- some sort of synthetic blend that's supposed to resemble dirt, but... Uh, is more of an all-weather surface that basically always runs as a fast track. Um, but getting back to the first part, Bob, I think of her question is that they're installed basically to play more like turf than dirt. Uh, Gulfstream is a perfect example. When they first, when when I say they, the 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 people that make the announcements. 
uh, as far as Gulfstream go, which I don't mean, I don't want to get too far into that subject. Uh, but when they were selling us this idea of having a third track, a synthetic track, the selling point was that, well, they lose so many horses to scratches when it rains and races are taken off the turf. Uh, the synthetic plays friendly to turf kind turf type of horses. You will have less horses scratching when the races go from the turf to the synth as opposed to the turf to the dirt. Now, as it turns out, they're using the synthetic track every bit as much as the dirt or the turf tracks there. But I, I think, Bob, and I, I, may, I don't know if you agree with me on this or not, but uh, the, the synthetic tracks, I think, play friendlier, more like turf than they do like dirt. And no, they're, you know, one is not the same as the other. Um, first things first, it seems, it seems like we've got Presque we've got Woodbine, we've got Golden Gate as long as it lasts, we've got Gulfstream, um, and of, of course we've got Turfway. And Turfway, of course, is a track of great, they just started racing uh, this evening. Um, they recently, Tapita is prevailing as the, is the winning uh, synth track. I mean, it was designed by Michael Dickinson. It's it's had good results in terms of safety, which was kind of the first reason why these synthetic tracks started to get used in the first place. And uh, generally speaking, uh, <clears throat> there are surfaces that are supposed to appeal to all types of pedigrees and, and running styles. Um, so in an effort to make a, a surface where the best horse wins, uh, that was the goal, and it's still up in the air. Um, as a new, you know, generally new, I mean, they've been around now for, for a while, and they're experimented with at much larger racetracks. And, and, of course, like in the case of Keeneland and Santa Anita, um, they returned to dirt. Um, the, the It seems like horses that go well on the turf, uh, like in Europe, I mean, right now they're racing in the U.K. and France, uh, the flat horses are running solely on synthetic tracks. Um, so generally speaking, a good turf horse will, will transfer that form to a synth track. Um, and there's, there, I mean, it's just, it's just a new element. I mean, basically there's certain horses that hate, hate it. There's certain horses that love it and certain horses that run well or perhaps poorly on everything. So um, it's just a new handicapping element. And, I've, I mean, I've seen, I know, I know for example, Bobby, does not like synth tracks. He doesn't like um, handicapping them. And that just comes down to pr- probably just getting an angle in and winning and losing. I guess you, you just don't have much, you know, quote, synth uh, confidence. Um, I can oh, tell you I'm that. Oh, I'm awful. I'm, I mean, it's, it's a very <laughs> simple thing for me. I lose. You just turn the page. I lose. I, I've looked at my results. I, I am uh, a, a loser with a capital L betting synthetic surfaces. So it's I just don't anymore. I mean, I can tell you this much. I, I've been betting the synth tracks in the wintertime in the U.K. for years, and we've got uh, Wolverhampton, Kempton, Chelmsford, and Southall. And there's two that I do better at than the other two. So I just I, – I, and I think that there's two that produce better racing. Um, and they use they use Polytrack and Tappet over there. Um so yeah, no, it's just it's just one of those things. 
I mean, some handicappers like, you know, turf routes, some, some handicappers like dirt sprints. And, and as synth becomes more part of the handicapping culture, I think that we'll see handicappers that love synth racing. I mean, they feel like they've got an angle. They feel like they've got an edge uh, when it comes to both pedigrees and running style. And uh, one thing I've learned from the races I've seen on Gulfstream synth track is that it seems to... Um, not quite be as speed favoring as the main track, but speed seems to be a valuable asset. Um, but yeah, in terms of pedigrees, I would say a horse that runs well on turf ought to run well on, on synth. All right. Appreciate the call Ann, and, uh, thanks for calling in and enjoy your 2024 racing calendar, courtesy of Brisnet and twin spires. We're going to take a break. When we come back, phone lines are open. Give us a call. Talk about whatever you'd like. Get a free racing calendar. Number to get in, 888-966-4776. It's the brisnet.com call-in show on HRRN. This is the brisnet.com call-in show. The phone lines are open. Call, call now, 888-966-HRRN. That's 888-966-4776. Do you want unlimited access to handicapping without exorbitant prices? then brisnet.com has you covered with a variety of plans for past performances, pedigree, and raw data. Brisnet.com performance plan covers unlimited PDF past performances for just $85 per month and is available at brisnet.com slash plans. American Produce Records Online puts the pedigrees of nearly 1 million dams and more than 2 million foals at your fingertips. Plus, sire stats for only $275 per year and is available at brisnet.com slash APR. The brisnet.com data plan offers unlimited access to race day data files, perfect for handicappers with their own database or to plug into other people's programs. The data plan is $125 per month. Visit brisnet.com for all this information and more and discover why brisnet is the handicapper's edge. Race the Twin Spires, where you can unlock a $25 risk-free bet. Just use the code HRRN25 when you sign up. And if your first bet doesn't win, Twin Spires will refund your account up to $25. Wagering on the app is fast with free pass performances, insider picks, and power plays every day you wager. Twin Spires. Download the app today to earn your $25 risk-free bet. Void were prohibited. For terms and conditions, visit TwinSpires.com. Must be 18 or older, 21 and older where applicable. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There are plenty of thrills at Gulfstream Park with live thoroughbred action Friday through Sunday and simulcasting seven days a week. Join us on track for weekend stakes races, dine trackside in 10 ponds with an elevated view of the track, and grab a cool cocktail in the Carousel Club. For reservations, tickets, and more, head to GulfstreamPark.com. Hey, hon, what you doing with your phone? Taking pictures? No, I'm asking you questions. Like what? Hey, Bobo, do flowers have best friends? I'm sorry. I'm afraid I don't know that. Hey, follow me. I want to show you something. Look, flowers do have best friends. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Kurt Becker. Join me each week on the Equine Forum as I take you on a stroll through racing history presented by Keeneland. This week, I look back at the racing career of four-star Dave. 
Listen live on the Equine Forum every Saturday morning on Sirius 162 or XM207 or visit our website at horseracingradio.net to access the archives and enjoy past editions. It's a stroll through racing history with me, Kurt Becker, presented by Keeneland, only here on HRRN. This is the brisnet.com call-in show. The phone lines are open. Call now, 888-966-HRRN. That's 888-966-4776. Welcome back. Brisnet.com call-in show here on the Horse Racing Radio Network. I'm Bobby Newton, along with Bob Nastanovich, sitting in tonight for our good friend James Scully. He'll be back next week. Number to get in, 888 888- Nine six six four seven seven six. That's triple eight nine six six H R R N. All callers tonight and during the month of January get a free twenty twenty four racing calendar courtesy of our friends over at Twin Spires and Brisnet. Let's go back out to the phones. Carly in Georgia. You're on the Brisnet.com call in show. Up, oh, Carly's gone. Let's go to Gary in Iowa. Welcome to the Brisnet.com call in show, my friend. Thanks, guys. How are we doing tonight? All good, Gary. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, waiting for a blizzard, about a foot of snow coming, but besides that, if I make it to simulcast tomorrow, everything will be okay. Um, hey, earlier I just jumped in, and I think I got the gist of it. They were talking, I think it was Patrick, about if you had a, you were an owner and the horse was in Baffert's hands, um, would you point it to the derby or would you keep it somewhere else? I mean, in my opinion, if you have a two- or three-year-old, why race it unless you're heading to the derby? I mean, that's your goal. That's everybody's goal with a three-year-old in the barn in the spring. So, I mean, I think that'd be a no-brainer to me. I know he was talking. A lot of people think Baffert got the short end of it, and they're writing them out of it. You you know, the the secretary can write the stakes any way he wants it. They, he doesn't have to let everybody in. I mean, they've been known for years to write a race for a guy that's filled races for him earlier in the year. Hey, do this, and we'll scratch my back, I'll scratch yours type thing. Mm. Um, they can put preferences in. They can write in different preferences. Uh, if you ran at Santa Anita in the last 30 days, you don't get in. You know, they can do what they want. So it's not like there's a, a governing entity that can tell them what to do. But, I mean, I would have to say if you have a three-year-old, you have to go to the Derby. What are you saving it for? Four or five year old campaign. Nobody even runs when they're that old anymore. Okay, let me um, ask you a specific question, Gary. So basically, if you own Muth, who finished second on the Breeders' Cup Juvenile and then uh, won the uh, San Vicente the other day um, impressively, definitely looks like he's got a lot of potential. He's a very classy horse, um, well bred. He's a son of good magic. If you owned him right now, um, and you and you had hired Baffert, um, regardless of, of, of what your opinion is of Baffert. If Baffert was your trainer right now and you had a horse like Muth, uh, what would you do in regards to what would be your game plan from now on to try to get to the Derby? Um, you get the phone call, sorry, Bob, you don't have him this spring. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and see, would you hire, would you go east or west? or I mean, do you... I, I'm an East Coast fan anyway, so, I mean, I'd you know, a, a Brown or somebody like that. Right. You know, anybody can take Mew. That That's an extreme example, obviously. But, um, I mean, you, they'd be fighting over taking this horse to the barn. But, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, I would, I would shoot for the derby. I mean, that's what you're racing for as a three-year-old. And do All you right, feel, so... 
I was going to say, so hypothetically, Gary, let's say you own Muth and you, you want to run in the Derby, so you're going to call Bob and you're going to say, hey, we're taking the horse away. I'm uh, going to send him to Chad Brown. But is this a through the Derby or Triple Crown thing, or is this horse with Brown the rest of his career? So, you know, you'd have to talk that over with him up front and mm-hmm. say, hey, we're going to try this. Um, he's got to be expecting this to happen to him at this point. You know, unfortunately, probably, but he's got to be expecting this. And I don't know. If he wins a triple crown, probably, uh, Brown, you're going to hold on to him, I would have to say. I mean, you're going to hurt some feelings somewhere along the line, but, I mean, that's mm-hmm. just the situation that they're in. So, Well, yeah. appreciate, appreciate the call, Gary, and uh, hope you stay warm. I saw the, yeah, I saw, I the, saw the forecast <laughs> for, for Des Moines this weekend. It looks awful, so stay inside. As much as possible. I spent a lot of a lot of dark uh, winters in uh, Iowa, and uh, I, I mean, like I think you said, the uh, high was going to be minus eight one day. There's definitely ten day forecast for the high temperature was going to be like five, and you'd be like, okay, it's going to be five today. We better get a lot done. I mean, it's no fun, Gary. All right, Gary. Hope uh, hope all's well, and uh, good luck, and stay safe this weekend, and good luck at the simulcast wherever you end up going. Let's go back out to the phones. I think we've got Carly in Georgia now. Welcome to the brisnet.com call-in show. Hi there, guys. Uh, appreciate y'all, and uh, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have a question uh, also about the Derby, and here you go. Um, bit of a bit of a mind experiment. If your goal, um, each of you guys, Bob and Bob, was to own a share in the 2024 Kentucky Derby winner, and a free 10% share was made available to you just for that one raise, who would you choose from this group of four Colts? Okay, I'm going to do it in alphabetical order. Got Doorknock, Fierceness, Locke, and Nysa. All right, don't hang up. Don't hang up, Carly, because I want to ask you something when you're done. All right, Bob, so of those four, who do you want a free 10% share of for the Derby? I mean, fierceness. Was, <clears throat> so she said, fierceness, <clears throat> Nisos, locked, and Doorknock. Okay, so Doorknock is a full brother to Mage. Who won the Derby last year. Um, won the Remsen from Sierra Leone. A um, couple updates on them. Sierra Leone will be pointed to the Risen Star at the fairgrounds on February seventeenth for trainer Chad Brown. Doorknock. Right now, the current game plan for Danny Gargan, and he has not worked since the Remsen, is to go in the March 2nd Fountain of Youth, and then perhaps the Bluegrass on his way to the uh, Derby. Um, Locked, um, who won the Grade 1 Fe- uh, Breeders' Futurity last year at Keeneland, son of Gunrunner. He's been working right along at uh, Palm Beach Downs. You can expect him to race in South Florida. And Nisos, who I mentioned before, has been... Uh, strutting his stuff in the morning at Santa Anita. Um, I mean, I was sitting at the Breeders' Cup uh, when Fierceness uh, basically kicked it in, and it was pretty impressive the way he kicked on from Muth. I mean, he's obviously a very talented horse and kind of showed how good he is on Breeders' Cup Day. Um, I like him a lot, but what I've seen from Nisos in his two starts, including blowing apart the uh, Bob Hope. I mean, if I had a choice, 
I would give Nisos a slight edge over over fierceness. Yeah, I agree. I want Nisos as well of those. It's it's real tough, but that's who I would pick on top. Carly, I have to ask you, as somebody who's in Georgia, if you're looking to bet the races, what do you need to do? Um, <laughs> I need to uh, I need to attend the races is what I need to do at this point. Um, short of short of buying a second home. Um, in another state um to use as you know my address for my betting account i yeah i just have to i just have to go to the races myself all right yes i I appreciate the call carly so georgia is obviously one of those states that not only has no racing but i don't think they allow uh otbs or or wagering on racing listen i would never tell carly to do this bob um but i've heard (laughs) of people either getting post office boxes somewhere and just getting a bill. Listen, I'm not advocating this. I I would never, ever suggest to one of our listeners to do something that is illegal in any way. But I've heard of people getting post office boxes in states where you're allowed to have account wagering and then um, establishing a quote-unquote residence there, if you will. But Carly, I think, does. She, you know, I would never tell Carly to do something like that, and she's, I think she's above such a, such a ridiculousness. <laughs> let's take one more call. You before, never know. Yeah, let's take one more call before the break. Tom in St. Louis, you've got Bobby and Bob on the brisnet.com call-in show. Bob and Bob, how are you guys doing? What's up, my friend? Well, I guess the first thing I'm going to say is I, I man enough to apologize and admit I'm wrong. Instead of me saying the sport needs a commissioner and the sport needs, a, you know, a, an outside marketing firm, the first thing we need to do, and I always forget this, and Carly reminded me of this, is the fact that we need to go and get sports betting available in every sport for this sport, at least this sport. And, you know, because otherwise all we're doing is taking our – our potential market and limiting it by a large fraction just because they legally can't do it. And you know what, Carly, I give you my home address. I'll, I'll lease the property. I'll, I'll lease. I'll have a hidden lease to you and you can claim it as your residence. And you can bet. I don't care. And there needs to be more people to do that for the benefit of the sport. I mean, what other sport do you have where we're going to say, you know what, we got a market of 500,000 people, but just so we can, you know, test our management skills, we're going to go ahead and eliminate 200,000 off the bat. Dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Um, that being said, let me touch on the Baffert situation. I'm really a little outspoken about it, but I'm going to address the pink elephant in the room. Guys, he's had a sketchy reputation for years. He had a positive in the Oaks, a positive in the Derby. But, you know, all that he ever had to do was come out and admit that he was wrong and admit that and every one of us know is that, hey, look, I did something that, wasn't according to the rules. Not going to say that he cheated. You don't have to say he cheated, but say I did something wrong. Instead of just kind of like, hey, I didn't do anything wrong and making up ridiculous arguments about grooms eating blueberry bagels or, uh, excuse me, poppy seed <laughs> bagels, getting an attorney to fight Churchill. Because, guys, let's face facts. Churchill's a publicly traded company. Their value is based on what the stock price is. And they just got you know, sports betting at their facility. They can't afford to have anyone ever make a question of their integrity and, hey, is the product that we run 
on the up and up. And unfortunately for what Baffert's done and the position that he's taken over the last 10, 15 years, ever since, you know, people started to have these positives and writers have written articles and horses have tested positive and his horses don't pass the eye test. By him constantly saying, I didn't do it, instead of saying, hey, look, I got a problem. All he's done is put himself into this corner and he could have solved this two years ago. You know, everybody remembers all the, the spots about, you know, the day after when it was done on when he was on CNN and making statements about, you know, this and politics, and I'm not getting on to it. I said my piece on that. It, you know, the guy can rehab himself. You know, people all the time have things that are done and they come back and people love them. Now, to answer your question about what I would do if I had a horse, mm-hmm. I guess I'm going to answer this question two ways. The first way I would answer it was, I would more look at the strategy for a horse and what I wouldn't do. I would, Mm -hmm. first of all, want a horse that runs kind of an established but varied trail. I'd want him to go to Florida so he doesn't miss training days, maybe running the Holy Bull. You guys know I'm a big fan of running horses, building a foundation. So then I'd take him to Arkansas and at least participate in the the Southwest. Then I'd want him taken to Kentucky and, and participate in the Bluegrass. Three different tracks, three different variances. You're facing three different sets of horses. You're building up your distance. Things I wouldn't do. I would not transfer it to Tim Yachtin, only because in the last two years, he's proven with Baffert trainees he can't be effective. He can't get the horses to go to the next step. I don't know why. He just can't. I would not go to a big barn. I know guys before mentioned Brown. Someone had said Fletcher. I don't want a situation where I'm going to have a horse that I move from Bafford to you, and then I end up being the horse in the barn that gets shipped from Gulfstream to go run in ta- at Tampa and the Tampa Derby and the Sam Davis. I want to I wanna race, you know, at the same track that I work on. So, And I would not keep the horse in California. I'd want him acclimated to that climate where it is. Now, if you guys said pick a trainer, I'd pick one of three trainers. First one I'd pick is Wayne Lucas. He proved two years ago he can still win the, the big race with the Oaks. You know, you don't forget very much about training. He's been doing it for 50 years, and nobody knows more alive about winning that race. Then I look at a trainer like a Graham Motion. You know, Motion's won a derby before. He did it in a way that, you know, wasn't an orthodox way because he ran a horse that had never run on dirt. I'm not saying you do that, but he can handle a horse for the unique cir- circumstance. And then I'd also maybe look at Tom Amos. He proved he could win the Oaks years ago and could win a big, big, big race. You'd bring that horse in, and that three-year-old would be the focal point of that barn. I know I've talked a lot. I'm sorry. I'm long-winded. I get it from my mother, but um, I wanted to kind of cover the topics thoroughly. Appreciate, Appreciate the call, Tom. Uh, always yeah. good to hear from you and a lot of good points in there. So mm-hmm. uh, several different trainers that uh, Tom would look at if he had one of these good Baffert three-year-olds and was looking to ship him to another trainer. Interesting. But by the way, Tom, I think you forgot. Uh, don't forget in Seinfeld that Elaine uh, was tested positive for opium because of her eating poppy seed bagels and her boss, Jay Peterman, would not let her go on some trip with him uh, because of that. She was a liability because of the opiate. So maybe the bagel thing wasn't all BS. I'm just pulling your leg. Of course we know. Um, but uh, good to hear from Tom. All right, we're going to take another break. Uh, when we come back, phone lines are open. Give us a call, and you get a free 2024 racing calendar, courtesy of our friends at Brisnet and Twin Spires. Number to get in, 888 888- 
866-476-4776. Brisnet.com call-in show on HRRN. This is the Brisnet.com call-in show. The phone lines are open. Call call now. 888-966-HRRN. That's 888-966-4776. Do you want unlimited access to handicapping without exorbitant prices? Then Brisnet.com has you covered with a variety of plans for past performances, pedigree, and raw data. Brisnet.com performance plan covers unlimited PDF past performances for just $85 per month and is available at Brisnet.com slash plans. American Produce Records Online puts the pedigrees of nearly 1 million dams and more than 2 million foals at your fingertips. Plus, sire stats for only $275 per year and is available at brisnet.com slash APR. The brisnet.com data plan offers unlimited access to race day data files, perfect for handicappers with their own database or to plug into other people's programs. The data plan is $125 per month. Visit brisnet.com for all this information and more and discover why brisnet is the handicapper's edge. Race to Twin Spires, where you can unlock a $25 risk-free bet. Just use the code HRRN25 when you sign up. And if your first bet doesn't win, Twin Spires will refund your account up to $25. Wagering on the app is fast with free pass performances, insider picks, and power plays every day you wager. Twin Spires, download the app today to earn your $25 risk-free bet. Void were prohibited. For terms and conditions, visit TwinSpires.com. Must be 18 or older, 21 and older where applicable. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. In honor of all those we've lost to cancer and those still fighting and thriving, like basketball analyst and cancer champion Dick Vitale. I want to beat cancer. I'm going to beat it. That's no doubt in my mind. I'm going to win this battle. Defeating cancer will take all of us. Join our team to help fund game-changing research that saves lives. At the V Foundation, V is for victory over cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities, victory over setbacks, victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Donate to the V Foundation to join our team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. 100% of donations fund game-changing cancer research. Donate now to the V Foundation at V.org. Trainer Talk, presented by Phasing Tipton. Please join me in welcoming Hall of Fame trainer Todd Fletcher. Hall of Fame trainer Nick Zito on Trainer Talk. Welcome Hall of Famer Bob Baffert to the program. Hall of Fame trainer Shug McGahee, nice enough to spend some time with us. Hall of Fame trainer Bill Mott here on Trainer Talk. Dual Hall of Fame trainer Mark Cassie. Trainer Talk, the biggest names in horse racing. Wednesdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern. Sirius 162, XM 207, and streaming live at horseracingradio.net. This is the brisnet.com call-in show. The phone lines are open. Call now, 888-966-HRRN. That's 888-966-4776. Welcome back. Bobby Newman, Bob Nastanovich on the brisnet.com call-in show. Number to get in, 888-966-HRRN. Everyone who calls in tonight or any night through a, when we're on this show during the month of January gets a free 2024 racing calendar, courtesy of our friends at Twin Spires and Brisnet. Let's go back out to the phones. Charles in Mississippi, welcome, my friend. 
Thank you. Thank you, Bob. Hey, uh, Charles. Bobby, I, I got a question for you. And y'all mentioned all these trainers, but if I had a horse, I would never give him to Baffert. I would not even go in the same zip code Baffert's in. If I'm going to pick a trainer, I'm going to pick Ashmuser. Right. I, I think he up and down, whether it's a, a $10,000 allowance, a, a claimer, whatever, a mm. sprinter, Ashmuson improves his horses. And you can, you've can you seen what he can do with a good horse. And uh, it really, to, you know, I got I soured on Baffert with the Gamine at Oakland Park. It went the year. Uh, you never know the real story. I'm like Tom. You know, I want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. He probably is a great trainer and stuff. But what's that guy's name that always broke his pelvis? Jimmy Barnes. Uh, uh, he, he had an ointment put on his left elbow. Uh, it's like my... My stepson always says, you know, he smokes marijuana every day of his life, okay? And uh, he always said, well, I, I don't want to go to work today, but uh, I, I do need to smoke my marijuana. I said, I, that, that's why, I, you know, when I gamble, and I bet a lot of sports, mm. when you look at sports betting, you can see referees that make bad calls. I mean, when you're gambling, you're in the hands of the Philistines, guys. You're in the hand. You don't even know what's going on. I mean, and that's why I love horse racing because tomorrow in the first race at Oakland Park, I'm going to play me a 7-1 exacto. Okay. If you don't look at that race, and, and, you know, I just love the card, and I love that first race. And, you know, I think I've been playing horses like 50, uh, 59 years, Bobby, uh, and most years I've lost money. I don't do it to make money. I do it because I love the game. Mm -hmm. And I, I've always lived by my code that I only bet what I can afford to lose without putting my family in jeopardy. Now, I love to bet. I love to bet. But, I, I, you know, I live by that. And I've never seen Asmussen. He always spots his horses in the right spot. He always improves his horse. You see, when he claims a horse, sometimes you don't see her for three or four months, but you can bet your bottom dollar when that horse hits the track, she'll be ready to run. And the whole family is great horsemen from top to bottom. Mm -hmm. You know, his brother was a jockey. His other brother was a trainer, an agent. You know, they understand horses, and that, that's who I would do. I appreciate the call, Charles, and uh, best of luck tomorrow at Oakland and obviously all weekend, my friend. That's right. 7-1 in the first at Oakland. 7-1 in the first. By, so, so, first of all, and uh, before we go back out to the phone. so th And Tom will there, take Carly's action. There, there's there's <laughs> obviously a lot of people out there, Bob, mm -hmm. who, for one reason or the other, and, and I'm not blaming them, um, are just not Bob Baffert fans, and they want nothing to do with Bob Baffert. And like mm -hmm. Charles said, he wouldn't even give a horse to Baffert. But that's not the question. The question I'm asking is, if you had one of these horses that Baffert already has, you know, would who, you know, would you leave it with him, or would you give it to somebody else if you thought he or she was an Oaks or Derby type of a horse? And who would you give it to? Obviously, it's an Charles. Annual... Is, you know, so Charles's answer. He's not. He's not giving the horse to Baffert to begin with, but that's not the question. We know there's a lot of people in that camp as well, um, but that was where I'm interested. The people we're looking at as people were obviously like Baffert enough to 
have him train their horses, and now you're at a point where the horse is pretty good, and we want to see if we got a really, really special one out there. So what do we do? Do I stick with my guy, or do I take him away for three months or so, or, or permanently to, you know, to see what we can do? Let's go back out to the phone. Steve in New York, you've got Bobby and Bob on the brisnet.com call-in show. What's up, fellas? How's it going? Happy New Year. Been a Happy little New Year, Steve. How's it going, man? Let me tell you something, man. I didn't call in quite a few weeks. Nothing gets me to call in quite like this Baffert slander that's gotten so ridiculous. Bob Baffert is one of the greatest trainers of all times. Mm-hmm. Did he push the envelope? Sure. All right? I mean, but it was the era. I clearly went through here an era of things that were being used in, tra- in the training game that probably shouldn't have been used. It happened in every sport, all right? And horse racing is no different. You know, we had a guy just step down today or be forced out, Bill Belichick, one of the greatest of all time. Did he push the envelope? Did he get in some trouble? Did he get suspended? Yes. Did anybody hold it against him? No. Is he suspended for life for any particular race or the Super Bowl? I mean, sorry, game or the Super Bowl? No. We need to stop this. Churchill Downs, I get it. They need to – this is all BS now. It's all political. And, you know, I love Charles, but – you want to take a horse from Bob Baffert and send him to Asmussen, who's never won a derby? No, no, no. Okay, he didn't say Bob that. Baffert. He didn't say that. He's saying he oh. wouldn't give a horse to Baffert to begin with. He would just give him straight to Asmussen. Mm-hmm. But we're asking if you had a horse with Baffert, you know, a horse like Nysos or Muth or somebody that could be a potential Kentucky Derby starter, what would you do with him now? Here's a simple answer. If you're the Don, who is a Saudi Arabian businessman, and he's got stock like – no one will ever have stock. I mean, he just bought the holder's baby. He buys all the best of the best. Baffert's his guy. You stay with Baffert because guess what? You're always going to have an opportunity, and eventually Baffert will be reinstated. You're always going to be running the biggest races. But if you're like a small-time trainer, like the people who own Rich Strike, or, you know, like you, this is your once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, then, of course, you take the horse from Baffert because you need your one-time shot to get that derby. Okay, but, okay, but Don, Steve, <clears throat> Steve, so yep. basically – um, you're not Zidane, nor am I. Obviously, we don't have anywhere near those chips. I, I, I presume. I don't know you. I don't know you, and you're funny. So basically, I presume that you don't have enough, enough um, chips. I don't have Zidane's money. Okay, but say okay. Now say you somehow you and a bunch of your buddies, you spent forty thousand dollars on a horse, and he turned out to be exceptionally good. And you're like, this horse is so good. I'm a Baffert fan. Let's give this horse as a two year old to Baffert. The horse had a great season. Ran second in the Breeders' Cup, uh, won the San Vicente the other day. And unfortunately, even though we think it's wrong, Baffert's not eligible to run in the Kentucky Derby. And it continues to be that way, and it's becoming an annual thing. A handful of horses in his barn. He's either got to shift them because they can't earn Derby points and they can't run in the Derby. So racing fans potentially get deprived of very talented runners who could go in the Derby. So if you own Muth right now, you and your buddies, who do you send? Do you do you, do you keep Muth with Baffert and skip the Derby, or do you send him send him to somebody else? If I made this is me, this is how I operate. If I made that decision, I already knew what the situation was going in. I'm not taking him away from the guy. Okay. You know, going in, you you know, you know, Bob Baffert this year. I don't know if, what's going to be next year. He can't transfer, but don't send your horse there if you have a problem with that. That's my that's my thing. You know, I'm on the East Coast anyway, so like, you know, I wouldn't send my horse to Baffert if that were the case. But um, 
you know, you don't send them the horse there. But once you make that decision, I'm a loyal guy. I made the decision. I'm sticking with that trainer. You know, right. That's the way it is. If I don't, you know, that's the way I think about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm so sick and tired of the Baffert slander, man. Like, he he made his mistakes. He clearly paid for them. How much more does he have to pay? He hasn't been busted since. And then one last thing I want to touch on, guys, before I hang up. You guys talked about synth, and synth is one of the final frontiers for the everyday horse player because the institutional betters, the syndicates, the CAWs, they've got they've sucked all the value out of racing, mainly the dirt, you know, because all that stuff you can pump the data into. Synth is pure chaos. You can still, as an everyday horse player, the old school grinder, run replays, do the old school handicapping, and make a score. First race today, turf rate. $29 horse. Like, mm-hmm. these are the, these are the fi- I'm telling you, this is the final frontier. Um, but anyway, that's all I had to say. But thanks, guys. I hope you had a good holiday and a uh, happy new year again. Yeah, happy I appreciate new year it. To you. Back yeah, at you, Steve. Yourself. Thank you so much. So, uh, Steve, uh, on two points that we get from Steve. First of all, uh, he's not a big fan of what's going on with uh, the Baffert haters out there. And uh, he likes the synthetic track racing and finds value in there and thinks uh, that old school handicapping, you have a, a much better chance on the synthetic tracks than you do on dirt or turf of, uh, of still getting fair value and sometimes more than fair value uh, if you're right in those races. So interesting points. I just, I, just me personally, I haven't been right enough in those races to see that. I don't disagree with what Steve says. I just stink at him. And that's why I'm No, I'm, I mean, <laughs> I, think that's a, I think it's an important thing to, you know, with synth in general is to try to take an open mind to, to it and teach, you know, look at it like he's doing. He's applying his same handicapping techniques to, to synth and, Apparently he's having some success. So um, get over it, Bob. I'm, there, I'm not getting over it, but I certainly <laughs> wish Steve the best, and uh, especially uh, betting the synthetic, which he obviously is a big fan of. All right, we're going to take one last break. Still a little time for some calls. Give us a call. 888-966-4776 is the number. Brisnet.com call and show on HRRN. This is the Brisnet.com call-in show. The phone lines are open. Call call now. 888-966-HRRN. That's 888-966-4776. Do you want unlimited access to handicapping without exorbitant prices? Then Brisnet.com has you covered with a variety of plans for past performances, pedigree, and raw data. Brisnet.com performance plan covers unlimited PDF past performances for just $85 per month and is available at Brisnet.com slash plans. American Produce Records Online puts the pedigrees of nearly 1 million dams and more than 2 million foals at your fingertips. Plus, Sire Stats for only $275 per year and is available at Brisnet.com slash APR. The Brisnet.com data plan offers unlimited access to race day data files, perfect for handicappers with their own database or to plug into other people's programs. The data plan is $125 per month. Visit Brisnet.com for all this information and more and discover why Brisnet is the handicapper's edge. 
Race to Twin Spires, where you can unlock a $25 risk-free bet. Just use the code HRRN25 when you sign up. And if your first bet doesn't win, Twin Spires will refund your account up to $25. Wagering on the app is fast with free pass performances, insider picks, and power plays every day you wager. Twin Spires. Download the app today to earn your $25 risk-free bet. Void where prohibited. For terms and conditions, visit TwinSpires.com. Must be 18 or older, 21 and older where applicable. For help with a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Don't miss the Equine Forum every Saturday from 8 to 11 a.m. Eastern right here on HRRN. Mike Penna brings you the latest in thoroughbred racing, featuring interviews with trainers, jockeys, owners, and other racing insiders. Plus, exclusive segments you won't hear anywhere else. The Equine Forum, the show that launched a network. Saturdays, 8 to 11 a.m. Eastern, Sirius 162, XM 207, and streaming live at horseracingradio.net. This is the brisnet.com call-in show. The phone lines are open. Call now, 888-966-HRRN. That's 888-966-4776. Welcome back. Final segment on tonight's edition of the brisnet.com call-in show. Bobby Newman, Bob Nistanovich. Before we go back out to the phones, Bob, James Scully, who's usually in the co-pilot seat on this show, gives out a best bet every week on the show. Have you handicapped any of this weekend's races? And if so, who's your best bet? Yeah, first of all, last night I kind of started to scan the stakes races on the list for the uh, weekend stakes preview. And then, of course, today's race day live and... uh, uh, the first thing I, was, I did is I've got a pretty new laptop and I spilled a bowl of chili all over it, uh, which was rather eventful. Um, but uh, I kept on, I persevered, cleaned everything up. Everything still functions. And uh, I found it kind of difficult uh, this weekend to get real excited about uh, anything in terms of money as things stand right now. But there's a horse I like in the fairgrounds, uh, seventh race. It looks like kind of a wide open uh, maiden and Godolphin has a horse in there. This is the seventh race. It's a one-mile maiden special weight on the grass for three-year-old maidens. Newly turned three-year-old Mill Street, who's by Medallia Dioro out of a good street sense mare called Sarah, Sarah Street. Mike Stidham's barn, I think, has really tur- turned a corner in recent weeks at the fairgrounds. are running a lot better. Ben Curtis. Ben Curtis, a, a rider from Yorkshire, is four for 11 riding for uh, Stidham. He has all four of the Barnes wins. First time gelding, first time Lasix. The eight horse uh, expected dramatically improved effort from uh, Mill Street, the eight, the eight horse in the seventh race Saturday at Fairgrounds. All right, Mill Street, Bob's best bet of the weekend at the Fairgrounds on Saturday. Let's go back out to the phones. John in South Florida, welcome to the Brisnet.com call-in show. Yes, good evening, Bob and Bob. Uh, I'd like to make a couple of points on Baffert. Everybody tries to demolish this guy, but in my lifetime, I've seen three trainers that there's only three trainers that I've ever seen are as good as he is. And two of them, Woody Stevens and, and Charlie Whittingham. And the only reason I put them above Baffert because Baffert doesn't win on the turf. And if you look at Wayne Lucas, he doesn't win on the turf. These are quarter horse trainers. They just don't run horses on the turf of, of higher quality. But what bothers me most is, when you see trainers that are suspended, they, their assistants are, are usually put up as a trainer. You know that. It's been for years like that. And mm-hmm. yeah. 
Churchill Downs is telling Bob Baffert that, or his owners that he can't get any trainer that he wants. So why can't his assistant train uh, Baffert horses? Jimmy Barnes should be allowed to train those horses or anybody Baffert assigns or whoever the owners assign to their horses. I don't see how they can possibly uh, uh, not let the trainers, uh, not uh, let them have the, the trainer that they want. Why is that? Well, first of all, you know, it's, it's private property, and they can do whatever they want, but I think there's something in the in their suspension of him that basically bars anyone uh, that's employed by Baffert from taking over and, and earning the points and running at Churchill as well. So I understand, but that's the only that's the only guy they've ever done done anything against. Have you heard any other trainer they've done that to? Well, Churchill don't forget Downs. what they did to Safi Joseph last year, at, because two of his horses died, and they forced they barred him from Churchill and forced him to scratch Lord Miles out of the Kentucky Derby about two or three days before the running of the Derby, and as yeah. it turned out, found out nothing. Uh, to prove that he was guilty of anything, but basically, you know, barred him from Churchill and cost him a chance at running in the Derby. So, yeah, they've yeah. Th- they've done this. You know, they don't do it often, but uh, they've done it recently a few times. Well, last year I saw a list: the two most prominent trainers in the country that have never had a positive shock me because they run all over the place. It was Christoph Clement and mm-hmm. Graham Motion. They've never right. had a positive. That's amazing to me because, you know, they're running all over the place. I mean, little tracks, big tracks. But there was also a list of the California trainers that had positives, and there were four major trainers that had more positives than Bob Baffert, and you mentioned one tonight, and you never hear anything about that. Peter Miller, uh, Doug O'Neill, and uh, Peter Miller, and uh, Sadler have all had more positives in California than Baffert. So he's made a scapegoat of, of this stuff. It sickens me because he's, he's he's obviously the greatest trainer that's training today. I mean, you can't put anybody even close to him. I mean, Todd Fletcher to him is like comparing Joe DiMaggio and Phil Rizzuto. It's, it's, that's how far above he is to the other trainers. And for them, I think it hurts them to, to not have him in the derby because they're, it, it, uh, he's going to put more interest in the derby. So I think they're hurting themselves. Wow. I mean, that seems to be like a prevailing thought on the show. You know, you're you're one of many callers today that think that the terms of the expiration have, have run their course and um, enough's enough. And, uh, I mean, we had two callers earlier on the show that basically said if they gave their horse to Baffert, they would be happy to skip the derby. Do you fall in that category? <laughs> well, not really because now they've, they've bumped up the ante $5 million. So I, yeah, you know, yeah I exactly. I like the way you're getting yeah. real. Well, John, we appreciate the call. We're running out of time, but really appreciate it. Enjoy your uh, free 2024 racing calendar, courtesy of Twin Spires and Brisnet. Thank you. Uh, Great call there. One thing I will say, and uh, not that I'm uh, defending the fact that uh, uh, people like Peter Miller or John Sadler or whoever uh, have more positives in California than Baffert, uh, but Baffert's doing it in the more high-profile races, he, and he's not just doing it in California. He's doing, you know, he's he's had an issue with the Kentucky Derby. Uh, by the way, he had an issue with Justify in the Santa Anita Derby. He had an issue uh, at, at Oaklawn Park, right in the Arkansas Derby uh, as well. He's had he's had 
issues all over the place in uh, very high-profile races. And let's face it, he's a lightning rod anyway, so he's always going to get a little bit more attention than some of those uh, other trainers. It has been a phenomenal edition of the brisnet.com call and show our thanks to all the callers and the listeners if you tried to call in and couldn't get in you still got a couple weeks to get your free 2024 racing calendar courtesy of twin spires and brisnet as this show is on every thursday from 6 to 7 p.m eastern time that's going to wrap it up tonight for our producer lee delapina my co-host bob nastanovich I'm Bobby Newman. Thanks for joining us on the brisnet.com call-in show. A reminder, full day tomorrow on the network, betting with Bobby from 4 to 6, and then the weekend stakes preview from 6 to 7 p.m. Good night, everyone.